Hey, Dubs. Hey, Crisscross. What up? <laughs> you're really trying with the nickname. I'm I trying. thought you forgot about it I'm, by now. I'm trying because eventually you're either going to go, eh, you know what? That's just like annoying me now and pissing me off. Or it's going to be, hey, you know, I kind of like it. I think it I think it works. I think it works. It's going to be one of the two. Yeah. Right now it's, it's not bad. It's not bad, right? It's getting the job done. I don't hate it. It's getting the job done. Um, tell me about this fully operational battle station. <laughs> I, if I knew what that was, I would tell you. I, I don't know <laughs> what that is. Um, it's it's going to be the white whale of this show. Yeah, I, I don't know why it's so hard for me to figure it out. I don't know why it's so hard for me to remember. <laughs> um, me neither, devs. Yeah, no, I just... I just oh. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I wish I knew. I just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find it along the way. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? We're going to go, you and I, to celebrate when COVID is over. And yes. it's all done. And to celebrate my new job. And yeah. to celebrate your advancements in your career. And all the stuff that we can't really do. We yeah. are going to go on like an ayahuasca DMT journey. And on that journey, we will find together what that reference is oh we're gonna unlock it with the ayahuasca yes exactly it's exactly. it's back there it's nestled in the core center of our brain exactly the dmt is exactly. gonna it's gonna show it's gonna be like a infinite geometric pattern of fully operational battle station <laughs> one of my friends uh uh one of my former roommates too actually same guy uh, I asked him because he was big into uh, like psychedelics, and I was just like, mm-hmm. "What do you think about DMT? Like, what do you think about ayahuasca and peyote and all that all that stuff?" And he was like, "That's the one thing I will never touch." Um, it's like the one thing I kind of want to touch. And well, I, that was I, that was like, why? Why? Like, I hear such crazy life changing experiences about it. And he goes, mm-hmm. "It is just my personal belief because DMT is the chemical that your brain releases when you die." Mm-hmm. That's the only time you should have that in your body. I don't think mm-hmm. you should have it continuously in your body <laughs> when your brain only produces it when you die. I don't know. It freaks yeah. me out. And I was like, you know what? I've never thought of it that way. And that's a really good point. It's deep. That's a very good point. Hey, I'm okay. What was that? The keyboard falling on the ground. <laughs> keyboard? Oh, was it a nice keyboard? Oh, no. Definitely not. Okay, good, good. Um... <laughs> So yeah, so that's that's my one thing uh, that gave me pause about it of just like, oh, you know, he's got a really good point. That sounds mm. really intense. I wonder how like legit that is that it gets released when you die. Like, I wonder if it's just like trace amounts or. I think like, it's a lot if you're dying. I think it's a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, you won't remember it. <laughs> When you die. Thanks. That's a that's a very valid point. I, I, yeah. I will not remember that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. So you said you're interested by it. So you have. I, I'm I'm just interested in, in like all the stories I've heard of it. I've never really heard anybody having like a crazy bad experience with it. Um, like people have with like salvia and stuff like that, and just right. like everything else. And it's like everybody experiences the same thing, which is pretty cool. Um, I genuinely don't think I'd ever do it. Like, if, no. if somebody came over and they're like, hey, 
You have the next two days off. I have this very comfortable room for you with the sounds of a babbling book playing, and I'm going to be here to guide you. Do you want to do this right now? I'd be like, hell no, get out of here. <laughs> but now for this dumb internet podcast, I'll say like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> I don't know. A part of me is worried that if I, if I ever did it, I would like, what happens if it unlocks some hidden deep buried truth that I buried about how I can't live the life I'm living because it's not fulfilling and it makes me right. And then it's like, I actually need to like, you know, you know, become a, you know what I mean? Like, just, I don't know. I just feel like I need to work with horses now. Yeah, exactly. Just some kind of (laughs) crazy life change that just screws everything up. Yeah. That, that is very valid, especially for you where you've like put so much thought and care into what kind of coffee grinder you have. I'm sure you've put more <laughs> into like what kind of life you're living. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I honestly feel like I've tried to, but I can't. Like, I can't get an answer because it's yeah. life and it's too hard. So the Oof. one thing I have learned is to just like go with the flow and just like fuck it just <laughs> what happens happens you just gotta go with it uh, as yeah. best you can sorry I got distracted my phone went off apparently apparently my PayPal account has been locked due to a failed login attempt on IP blah 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 please click the link to verify it's not me thanks random phone number nice like <laughs> Oh, that was a phone number? Yeah. It's not, it's not like as if, you know, PayPal is a company that has, if they have my account information, they can't contact me on my email that I registered to the account. No, they're going to use a random phone number to, uh, to text me. To text you. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. So I agree. I think you should respond to that right now. I, um, I have responded. I think I've, I think I've told you this. Like, there's a period of time where I hated I hated the fake phone calls. It was back mm. in the day before like smartphones were really commonplace. They were like kind of the high end commodity. Yeah. So I would like pick up a phone and the second I found out it was like a scammer, I would just start yelling at them. Like <laughs> just like I like like one time like I had a phone number call me and I knew it, I I knew it had like no correlation to any zip code that I would know, like a zip code, no area code that I would know. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I answered it. I just opened my phone, my flip phone, hit answer, and I just started screaming like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna fucking find you! I'm gonna find your fucking family! Like, it's all gonna burn to ash! <laughs> like, it's just crazy anyway, shit." Anyway, this is your mom. I'm calling on a payphone, and I need your help. <laughs> Um, and I, now what I do when I get really bored or if somebody's really persistent, like if the scammers are really persistent and even though my phone automatically blocks them, sometimes I turn it off if I'm like expecting a call from a service place. Like, hey, man, your car is ready or something like that. Or like, oh, hey, like we, we called you back because we found that thing we were looking for. It's in stock. We can ship it to you. So when I turn it off and I get spam calls, sometimes I answer them thinking it's them. So what I do now, whenever I answer, whenever I have to answer a phone number, I don't know. I mm-hmm. answer the phone. I mute it. So I mute my microphone and then I put on speakerphone and I just let it sit there. Yeah, I've seen you do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just wait. At our last job, you used to yeah. do that. Can confirm that is what you do. That's not just a story. <laughs> and I just wait them out. Like, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Like, just. Have you ever tried the yes tactic? 
Or you just say yes over and over again at them? No, 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 no. Like, hi, this is blah, 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 calling about the the status of your warranty. Is this Chris? Yes. Great. Do you have a minute to talk? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> so what I'd like to call about is your warranty, blah, blah, blah. Dear, are you worried about your car's warranty? Yes. <laughs> and then just, and then eventually they're like, great. Do you mind if I get your phone number? Yes. <laughs> like you just start, you have to try and modulate the yes to try to fit in with what they're, they're doing. The one, good one. The one time, I th- I th- at least the most recent time, it's very rare, somebody actually started talking to me. Of like, mm-hmm. hello, sir, blah, 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 blah. I um, let them go for like two minutes. And they were talking about my uh, my car payments. Mm-hmm. Uh, my car payment. So they're like, your car, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, my car. And and she was like, oh, yeah, like, well, we got to take care of that payment option, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, yeah, no, we definitely got to do that. And she kept t- going and going. And then finally she said, so, like, how do you want to begin? And I was like, well, uh, we could begin with which car you're talking about because I don't have a payment for any car because they're paid off. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Yeah. And she just, like, she just went, oh, okay. And then she just hung up on me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, how rude. How rude. Could you imagine doing that job, though? I like think just cold calling people and trying to trick them into I mean are those like the status of your car warranty those are like scams right yes yeah but they're not like I was contacted and then drawn into a three minute conversation about my car payment on mm-hmm. a car she didn't re- she it was just it's because it's safe to assume the majority of Americans are in debt the majority of yeah. Americans need money, and the majority of Americans are worried about their money. So if you yeah. call a random phone number, you say, hello, we're here to talk to you about your rent, or we're here to talk to you about your, your utility bill. It's like, yeah. oh, what about my utility bill? Uh, hi, we're, we're from the energy company. We, we've actually had a problem with your processing. Can you please verify your zip code for us just so we could uh, update the database? Mm-hmm. Like, It's so easy to be like, oh, oh man, like, but what's the problem? It's like, oh, we ha- there's a slight overcharge, but we're working on getting it figured out. It happened to a couple neighborhoods working on it currently you're just next on the list i'm sorry to bother you for tonight yeah like in some ways oh oh my utility oh oh like and then it's just i had a very weird call this might be a hard story to tell without revealing too much of my job but i'm gonna well, try then, and then, dance then around don't. it if you don't want to risk it then tell. Ah, it's such a good one though i know Whatever. but it's it's safer not to right yeah it was weird i had to i had to reach out to a customer who did not expect a call from us at all and convince her to give me all of her account information so I could fix something with her account that was affecting another customer's account. And that first customer called me, so I had to call the second customer and be like, hey, this is Chris from XYZ. This is really weird, but I need to get into your account and I can't do that without having you confirm your information. Well, uh, why don't you tell me what information you have if this is really Chris from blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'd love to do that, but because of GDPR rules, I can't tell you that without having you confirm it first. <laughs> it was uh, it was very interesting. We both got a kick out of it at the end, but I was like, thank you so much for understanding. And uh, I totally would have done the same thing in your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I probably yeah. would have been harder to give out my information. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good it point. It was so weird. Um. um no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> nope, mine was just one of those empty ums. Empty ums? Okay. Uh, I was going to yeah. say, um, something that I've noticed, there's two things I think they go together. Yeah. Um, I don't know how often you see commercials. Mm-hmm. 
because I kind of see them because I watch a lot of YouTube and I browse through Reddit and Instagram. So mm-hmm. I, I constantly see like the the uh, sponsored ads that float through and float mm-hmm. by. Um, I want to, I, I don't, why is it and where did it come from? The, the hard, hard line in the sand on the difference between soap for men and soap for women because I'm going down and then like the audio is on in, in my Instagram because I heard I was watching a friend's post and then I scroll down and it starts playing the next bullshit thing and <laughs> it's it's like Sasquatch soap or something and like the ads for all of these <laughs> fucking like direct to consumer products are like like <laughs> It's like I'm going to talk to you while walking is the standard for all of them. So whether yeah. it's whether it's for a pillow, whether it's for a water pitcher, whether it's for soap, whether it's for razor blades, whether it's for insert here, I'm going to be walking to walking and talking to the camera while things yeah. change around me and people just throw stuff into view. So this guy just walked in is like, "Does your man have a problem like with his body?" And then he just somebody like throws him soap and he's like, does he use like crappy name brand soap and red boxes and he like throws it over his shoulder and like just a normal ass like FedEx box, like a normal cardboard, like brownish box, like just get a packing box and just have somebody throw it to you. And he's like, this, this is real soap. This is soap (laughs) for men. This is Sasquatch soap. Like whatever the fuck they're, they're saying and yeah. it's just and I was like first of all who went through the promotional idea that we need to insult all other products and then somehow say our product is not the same thing which is a clean, a cleaning product that just smells a certain way like I yeah. like like I understand if you use vegan GMO free plant based homegrown fair trade ingredients Mm-hmm. You know, like with the proper essential oils and like, like cruelty-free testing and whatever you have on your soap, like yeah. I get all of that. But at the same time, it's like such hardcore, aggressive, like spearheading into a saturated market—no pun intended—when it comes yeah. to something like soap. And yeah. I was just like, I never, I never see that for females. I never see like, mm. hey ladies, do you just t- you just get tired of smelling like shit and like a pink box comes out and it's just, like all these pink frilly like big name box big name soaps and she throws it over her shoulder. You know what you need? You know what you need to really attract a man and then like somebody throws her like Sasquatch a, soap. <laughs> a basic ass like cardboard box that just has like the logo on it. It's like you need like lily soap or like you need like <laughs> Petal soap. There you go. Petal soap. You need yeah. petal soap, and then it just like cuts again, and she's walking sideways while she looks at the camera, and she like the background <laughs> changes. Petal soap is is different than big than the big names because it's fair trade. It's GMO yeah. free and it's vegan friendly. And then it cuts angle to another thing. She's walking up the stairs, and they keep throwing things at her, and she catches it, and she throws them over her shoulders, and she. Eventually, she gets the, the product at the end. She goes, but now with petal soap, petal soap is different than all the others. And then it just fucking keeps going. Like, I don't see that for women's soap. Women's soap is almost not even advertised. What's advertised for women that I see? I see razors. I see yeah. v- Venus razors. I see... No, there's razors, and then there's slow motion shots of just women getting water poured on their face. And they're like, ah, soap. Sh- no, that's shampoo. 
shampoo okay. and facial cleaner. You see yeah. face cleaners for their pores, and you see shampoo yeah. and conditioner for their hair. You see nothing about the body soap. Yeah, for, I guess. For men, it's just strictly like... Well, girls don't stink. Guys stink. I stink right now. I went for a run, and I stink. Hey, good for you. How much did you run? Um, A little over a mile. Dude, that's uh, great. I did it with my sister. Jogging. At, jog for seven minutes. No, it was definitely over a mile. Jog for seven minutes. Uh, just go fast for three minutes, and then jog for seven minutes. I was sweaty and hot. Yeah. I got home, and I'm wearing shorts, and it felt like I was wearing sweaters on my legs. It was weird. Like, my legs were hot. Yeah. But anyway, Sasquatch soap. I don't want to trash them too much, because this episode is brought to you by Sasquatch soap and Petal soap. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, I don't, I don't even know if that's their name, but I know he said Sasquatch. And I yeah. was just like, like, it, it's like there's, I don't know if you know this, but there's a makeup company, a makeup company for men that's as the one of the most metal things you've ever seen. And I think it's called like, oh, yeah, it's called War Paint Makeup. Yeah. Have you seen that? It is no makeup for men called war paint. And the advertising for it is just what you expect. It's all black. It's like black shower curtains he's got black skinny jeans he has a black towel as he's drying his hair he has like a black toothbrush he's got like he's got like silver chrome necklace with like a bullet at the end of it he's got like silver like rings on each knuckle all of them are like skulls and shit like that and he's like picking up this of course it's a black container for this war paint makeup and he's like putting on this fucking makeup and it says like war paint and then he's leaving the apartment you know to go to war and he's got just like (laughs) he's got like a I think it's like a, just like a short sleeve muscle t-shirt on that's like super tight he's got like the perfectly spiked hair he's got like a glistening face and he's just like going to the club war paint and it's just you have that and then you have like you're not a man unless you're rugged you're not a man unless you know how to you know wash with proper soap after you know changing your oil and cutting down a tree after and putting a log in your truck exactly and it's like <laughs> I feel like a part of it has to be like we're trying to hit a demographic that like aligns with this image, but another yeah. part of it has to be like we have to align to the sensibilities and fragility of male masculinity. And mm. we saw this with Gillette, where Gillette Razors Ooh. had an ad of like, let's try not to be shitty men, let's try to be good examples of what it means to be men. And people were like, fuck you, Gillette! Like, <laughs> <laughs> I never buy Gillette razors again. I'm burning all my fucking razors from Gillette. That was wild. And it we was had, uh, multiple episodes about that whole Gillette shit. And it was Go like, scroll back. And it was like, well, wait, what did they say? Did they attack? Did they attack men, or did they make some kind of like, like political statement about something with a policy that the presidency enacted or Congress passed or some kind of cultural impact that's happening? No, they yeah. just said like. Man, we could do better, and we can be better men. Start with yeah. Gillette to be ah, a better man. Yeah, I feel attacked. Yeah, and it's just like, and then since then, you've seen nothing but the opposite of that. Of just like these, the these the it's cupping. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's like these. It's not cupping. It's cradling. It's like this cradling of of like 
men's image of themselves. Like, mm. no, it's okay. You are, yeah, you are a tough guy. Yeah, you're so tough. You're so tough. You wear flannel. And you have facial <laughs> hair, and like, you don't care about how scraggly that facial hair is because you're a man. And your flannel gets, tough? and your flannel gets ripped because we know how manly you are. Yeah, <laughs> and your jeans, you don't care if they don't fit because you just put a belt on them, don't you? Yeah, and, you're and a man. And they look like they got poop all over them, but that makes you a man. Yeah, because you're a man. You got you got dirt in your shoes, right? Because you just go trekking where you got to go because you're a man. And we know you. Oh, that's a good man. We know you're a strong, good man. Like, the strong, good men, they use, you know, Yeti soap. soap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I almost feel like it's condescending. To see mm. those commercials, because it's so pandering to this like fragility of of not of needing to be in this certain type of image of what it means to be a man. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a yeah. scene I remember when I was when I was reading Fight Club way back in the day, like in high school when I first read the book, and and there's a great scene where Tyler Durden is on the bus and he sees an ad. He sees an ad for like cologne, and it's like this four percent body fat like ripped dude like leaning uh, like uh, like against something and it's just like eau de parfum like chanel or something <laughs> and tyler goes oh okay i get it so that's is that what is that what it takes to be a man is that how is that what a man is and like him and the main character they laugh um and then they get off and the whole reason that he does that is like it's just the image that society puts out there as worthy like they try to put worth to that image and yeah. everybody gobbles it up like i'm i'm gonna be a man because i'll have four percent body fat and wear eau de parfum by chanel and i'll also be a man like and it's just like no that's it's just i don't know i know i'm ranting but just it's something that struck me struck a chord in me when i saw it and i keep fucking seeing it and because my phone's here it's gonna pick up that i'm saying soap 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 so all i'm gonna see is more soap ads <laughs> And everything now, but like it's just. Do you have any thoughts about any of this? Uh, yes, there is a subreddit that you should check out that like perfectly sums this up. It's called Needlessly Gendered. Have you seen that one or heard of that one yet? No. It's basically a, a list of a bunch of things that are like Dove soap makes you smell like a beautiful flower that you are, and it keeps you glistening, and it makes all the boys love you. And then it's like. <laughs> Dove soap for men. It smells the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, but this one's blue instead of pink. Yeah, basically. And it's just tons of stuff like that. Or like razors. Why are razors gendered? They're the same technology. I think there's slight differences in like the leg contour pad thing. Um, but yeah, that's another stupid one. There's so many things that are like, this doesn't need to have a gender assigned to it yeah um, but but also like the, the, that weird reinforcement of like like I don't give a shit if, if my soap like I have soap I have a soap that I got as a gift I like it it's a good soap but like it is needlessly over the top on the like man aspect of things it's called like it's literally called big ass brick of soap like big ass soap <laughs> and it's just yep. a big ass piece of soap. it's like a giant brick it's like like you know when you buy butter and four stick packs yeah yeah. if yeah. you took two of those together it's like that size Damn. and it's just a solid two of those packs yes. together and it's yes Jeez. it's just like a solid ass <laughs> piece of soap and if you look at the instructions it's like 
Like, we're not here for any of the fluff or any of the, the bullshit lies about soap. We're here just to give you what you need. Soap. Like a man. You just need it just to get by. It's not going to complain. It's not going to make excuses. It's just soap and it cleans. Like, and that's all it is. Like, it's not going to complain to you like all that other sentient soap you have. Yeah, exactly. I almost want to go get it so I could like, read it to you. Cause it's, you could go get yeah? it. I'll okay. vamp for a second. Okay, okay. you like... Okay, yeah, you like, it won't take the look. My, the this will be a mystery right part of the episode that you won't know what's happening. You already took your headphones off. You can't <laughs> hear me anymore. Oh, man, look at that room. That room that we usually hang out in when when COVID isn't happening. Hey, everybody, think think real hard right now. What's your favorite part about Dubs? Just is the way he talks, the way he rants. Okay, so... The way he this goes so hard on certain things. Different soap, Bye, guys. It was nice talking to you. The actual big-ass brick. But this one's called Duke Cannon. It's called Accomplishment. <laughs> it's got a World War II Jesus. fighter pilot on it. It's called... Oh, yeah. This is one of the big-ass brick of soap. That's enormous. Lineup. That's like the size of a VHS. And here's the description. Smells like accomplishment. This soap product is designed to meet the high standards of hardworking men. The scent is inspired by drinking a fine scotch in a wood panel den. Oh my god, fuck off. <laughs> um, oh, here you go. Duke Cannon doesn't wear scarves, and he's never ordered a damn veggie burger. He'd rather be on a combine harvester than a 3 p.m. conference call. Like, I'm not exaggerating any of it. Like, no. that's exactly what it says. Hang on, if I can remove this. So, Duke looks like a World War One, World War Two aviator. Are we sure he's not wearing a scarf? He's Is not wearing a scarf. Okay. Oh, hey, okay. You ready? Here you go. Here you go. And he never ordered a damn veggie burger. He'd rather be in a combine harvester than a 3 p.m. conference call. For his senior year shop class, Duke Cannon built a second-story addition to his parents' house. He got an A. We commemorate this accomplishment and the others of hardworking men with this superior-grade bar soap. That is needlessly manly. That <laughs> means that meetings meetings aren't manly. Don't get me wrong. It smells amazing. Like, I love yeah. the smell of it. Like, Describe that smell. Ooh, that is black. Yeah. That soap is charcoal yeah. black. Oh, it smells great. What kind of smells you got going it's, on there? It's, is it kind of... It is very... Uh, it's very woody. It's very... Um, woody. It's, it's woody with, like, a little bit Herbal. of... Herbal? Uh, Patchouli? No. I, I. How can I explain this? Um, hang on. How can I explain this? I can tell you the ingredients. Sure. Uh... Cool. Actually, it doesn't tell you anything. It just has active... Number one, yeah. Duke. <laughs> Number two, water. <laughs> Number three, cannon. Um, <laughs> no, it smells like... Uh, you know what it smells like? It's like minty wood, almost. It's pretty good. It's it's really okay. it's really good. Um, I do like the soaps. They're, they're really good soaps. They're huge, mm -hmm. so they last forever. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, here's a great one. You ready? It says... There's more on the same box? On the side. You ready? It says, formulated with activated charcoal for superior clean, three times bigger than common bar soaps, made in the USA, not from France. And then it's, <laughs> <laughs> it, okay. it says that. And then it says, not for clowns. And it has like an axe crossed out. I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, but yeah, wow. But yeah. That is the aggressive soap that I use. Um, Duke Cannon. Yeah, it's, you know what? It's I like hemp soap a lot too because I feel so clean from hemp soap. But like, mm. the th like that's so un like it's so unnecessary. Like if you if you had this this container, 
this box and all it said was soap that's it yeah just soap soap yeah buy this company buy this company thank you yeah. for buying soap thank you for buying soap here's ingredients that's <laughs> soap <laughs> that's all i would need i don't need more like i don't need to have the world war ii fighter pilot with the not made in france claim which i don't give a shit if it was made in france or not like I just yeah, that one's weird to me. That's the most specific thing called out on that box. Made in USA, not from France. Yeah, I just there is a uh, there's a Canadian brand. I forget what it's called, but I think it's called like No Brand, uh, and it looks like. Did you ever see Lost? Nope. Uh, there's a part in Lost where there's this thing called the Dharma Initiative, and they have like rations of food. So like the the tin of baked beans is just a tin with a white label with black text that says baked beans and it's the exact soap you're describing your dream soap there's a canadian brand that's just like they have ketchup and mustard and it's just a white jar of thing that says catsup and then a white jar and it says mustard and then there's like a white box that says bread and then like a white bottle that says shampoo. That's that's all I want. Like, and this is yeah. and this is just the fact that like I don't like the pandering. To, like, it's just it's just silly. Yeah. Like, I get it's marketing because guess what? This shit sells like hotcakes. Yeah. Are you I'm kidding sure. me? The amount of guys who read it like, huh? Yeah. I never I'd never order a veggie burger too because that affects my masculinity and that affects my abilities so it's like yeah and that changes who I am as a as a person down to my character which can be judged by other people just by seeing what I'm eating so yeah, yeah. this speaks to me like it, it definitely 100% like reaches out to a, a huge clientele because yeah this is a successful soap brand but yeah I just I I don't get it. I, I just I can't I can't explain. Like, so that's a perfect example, right? Like, and he's never ordered a damn veggie burger. What's wrong with veggie burgers? Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> I had like three or four veggie burgers in the last week. Like, I don't. Uh, Costco has a has the Impossible Burger on sale for like six bucks. You can get like yeah. eight of them for six bucks. Yeah. So we nice. so we bought like two packs of them. So we have a whole shitload of them. And they taste yeah, really good. And they taste good. Like I don't like when it comes to dietary stuff. I care about like my macro intake and like the whole food level of what's in it. So that's what yeah. I would focus more on than like the fact that it's a veggie burger. Well, you think about it too much, and therefore you're not manly. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta say, honey, what's for dinner? I don't know. What do you want? I want meat, no veggie burgers. <laughs> I want french fries. No, screw that. I want a baked potato. Yeah. And I want a hot dog and I want a steak. And I want my dog by my side. Yeah. And a beer. Yeah. And I want to eat it on the bed of my, my truck. <laughs> like. Hey, honey, where's that Where's that big bar of soap? Oh, I got you a new, a new, a new bar of Irish Spring. Irish Spring is too small and it's green. <laughs> I want a huge black soap. <laughs> it says Irish. It doesn't say American. I want yeah. American Spring. It's like that's the first one I, that came to my head because that's what I use Irish Spring Cool Blast or whatever it's called it smells delicious. Irish Spring smells great. It's so good. Irish Spring smells great. Literally squeaky clean. Like when my skin is dry, I could go like on my arm, they which all, probably isn't good. They all smell great. Irish Spring smells great. Old Spice smells great. Mm. Uh, Duke Cannon smells great. Um, <laughs> Doctor Bonner's Hemp Soap smells great. Um, yeah. uh, uh, Axe. There's even Axe stuff that smells good. Like yeah, like there's 
Like, dial smells fine. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, that's the thing. I don't... At the end of the day, I really don't give a shit. Like, if, yeah. you, if you hand me generic bar of soap, it's just like, this is soap. Don't give a fuck. Is it, is it better than armpit? Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> is it better than mud? Like, <laughs> is it better than bathing myself no, in mud? It smells... It's flavored like mud. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> not flavored. That's the wrong word. I, I don't know. flavored and delicious to describe soap. Yeah. And I promise I don't eat soap. The, the big question I have is... How come this style of things I never see for women? <laughs> like, right? I, I never see, like, Lady Riveter and, like, the you can do it ooh, lady. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. see that soap for ladies. Like, I don't see that for women. Mrs. Duke Cannon. It's the exact same picture. They're just flowing blonde hair, like falling out from underneath the helmet. Like, yeah, like I just <laughs> right. Like you don't see that, and I think it's maybe, yeah. maybe because they know that like the the their female clientele just don't give a shit. Like, yeah, maybe they're just like whatever. It's soap. I'm gonna use it. I care about my hair, and that's why they go into the shampoo stuff. But even with the shampoo stuff, it's not like they don't always like. I don't see soap or shampoo for for women or girls mm. and maybe just because i don't look because why would i but like i'll see pictures of soap with men on the soap like a guy cutting down a tree or like a grizzly <laughs> bear or like you know what i mean or like you know uh, like a shark with like a like lasers for eyes like i'll see something that's old spice yeah. you're in the old spice section now. <laughs> but you know what i mean like i'll see shit like that for men's soap and for yeah. women's soap <laughs> It's just like it's coconut oil, and it's just like little droplets, and it's a picture of coconut, <laughs> or it's flowers. It's like oh, it's lavender, and just like a lavender. Yeah, it's like flower. a bead of water fla- falling off the flower. Yeah, like I don't understand the drastic. I mean, sometimes you'll get like a picture of Beyonce stroking her hair. I don't box. Like, Ooh, this is the Beyonce soap. Yeah, maybe right. True, true, but yeah. like I don't know. I just I. It's not a common thing, and yeah. I think it goes to show because the numbers because of course this can't just be about you and me and our opinions on it I think it goes by the numbers of they clearly know that if they put like a picture of a guy in like flannel and jeans cutting down a tree or they put a guy like a World War II aviator or they put the lunch pail guys from like that 1920s picture where all the all the men are on the beam eating lunch. You put that yeah. on like a shampoo bottle. Like that's gonna sell more than just something saying soap and just saying like it's got like essential oils and it's got like it's based off of with coconuts. Like yeah, hey, it's good for you. It's just also just the name. If you name your mascot Duke Cannon, you're gonna attract a certain type of clientele. Yeah, yeah. True. I I. I would love for whoever makes Duke Cannon, if unless that's the name of the brand, is Duke Cannon. But if it's like that's their Duke Cannon soap. Yep, Duke Cannon Supply Company, Minneapolis, nope. Minnesota. <sighs> they screwed themselves out. They can make different kinds of man soap appealing to every type of man. They can make like Chad McFootball or something like that. <laughs> Chad McFootball. <laughs> <laughs> and then they can make like oh, Lawrence Button Down for your everyday office man. And, and yeah, and like Steve Lawnmower. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So I just I wanted to get your thoughts if you've noticed that with the men's soap versus women's soap. But that's oh, yeah, something 100%. that's something that's been on my mind for a long time. Um, yeah. 
it's yeah it's been a long time for me to think about like why is this like such an out of this normal realm audacious level of of marketing and imagery yeah. like and it was really the sasquatch soap thing or like whatever that's called that yeah. soap on instagram that really like got me all riled up because i was like what the fuck it's it's obnoxious yeah. it's ob- it's it's obnoxiously extra extra over the top like mm-hmm. i think if they just came out i was just like hey this is why hey we came out with soap that's not going to do the following leave weird residue on you in your bathtub soap that's better for the environment and better for you with the purity of ingredients soap yeah. that does a, that smells better because we use like we have a higher purity test for our oils in the soap than most manufacturers we have economical shipping practices we have a fantastic return policy if you don't like our stuff and we have a membership a monthly membership fee so you can always get soap when you need it when you want it based on how often you use it at a discount like it sounds good to me yeah if you just came out and said that instead of like does your man smell like cranberries that's not good soap like it's just like (laughs) it's like what 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 does your man smell like cranberries then you have a girlfriend yeah exactly (laughs) that's like exactly along those lines of what i'm getting from it and you know what maybe i'm just like overreacting because they have like the best soap ever and i'm just talking shit for no reason just because that commercial threw me in a tizzy but like and i can't so mad because i see that's a brand new box of duke cannon and you're mad that you have this huge bar of soap to go through before you can get some sasquatch so yeah right no i've had this since christmas Jeez. Yes. No, I don't go through soap um, as fast as you think. I don't yeah. know why. When I switched to bar soap and I use like an exfoliating like hemp mm. exfoliator scrub, like a pad yeah. to, to use the soap. I actually use less soap because it's not liquid, so I'm not over squeezing it. I just yep. lather up the thing, the, the hemp exfoliator. Yeah. And I can just wash down with that. Like this doesn't sit in the water. So like those, the soap goes in the water to lather up. I lather mm-hmm. up the the pad and then I just put the soap outside. Yeah, like away from the water, so it doesn't yeah get like washed into Dissolve. pieces. Yeah. yeah, so it ends up lasting me like fucking four months. So yeah, yeah. so it works. My favorite soap. This episode's about soap officially. My favorite soap is uh, my girlfriend's kitchen soap. It's a bar of soap, and it smells very like herbal she claims it's rosemary it smells a little patchouli to me so it's definitely kind of like a hippie soap um but it's a circular bar and she said she's had it for well over a year and it's maybe shrunk half in size and it's so dense like it's very hard so you have to like wet it and wet it and then like rub 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 and then you have enough to like wash your hands so like it dissolves very slowly and it's very concentrated and it smells so good and it leaves my hands squeaky clean and it's lasted so long she forgets what kind of soap it was it was the only time she's ever bought it and she's like oh that smells good whatever and she bought it and then she's like it's my favorite soap and i bought it out in iowa um when she lived there and she's like i have no idea what it is i don't know if i'll ever be able to get it again and it's it now that both of us are washing our hands using it it's shrinking faster and i'm really worried when it goes away yeah you gotta gotta find a new i was gonna say i can't talk shit right because here I am with Duke Cannon soap, so I can't yeah, talk. It. I have it. <laughs> now, I found Duke Cannon because it was given to me as a gift for Christmas by somebody. Yeah. I, somebody was like, oh, I got you soap. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then I used it, and I was like, this is good soap. 
it's mm. high quality it lasts forever it smells really good it has a really good leather profile like it's great it's a good soap yeah. so I just kept buying it but as I kept getting it I kept noticing like this is overly masculine soap like <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it says like made in USA not France like oh my god as an example it's so egregious yeah it's just egregiously like selling the masculine image and it's just like oh I just okay. got part of it since you just showed me the box where it says not for clowns yeah and it has a picture of an axe crossed out yeah it's not axe body spray ah. axe is for clowns that's that's pretty good hey see I never even got that yeah I just got it when I saw the picture and I was like what the hell is that is it not for lumberjacks I feel yeah. like Duke Cannon would be in line with the lumberjacks yeah and you see like a part of me thinks it's because I don't think you need to have a certain like of course you don't need to have the image of the stereotypical image of, of being like quote unquote a man mm. to to fulfill the, the masculine traits right like a lot of people would look at me and don't think I do anything masculine right like which I get like I 100% understand why they would have that opinion of me um, but I feel like I do a fair amount of stuff whether it's like you know chainsawing trees or whether it's working on the car or whether it's building tables and desks like I don't know I feel like I do enough like quote unquote masculine shit that like I don't I'm not like well I'm not a man like no I've I'm, I don't I have no concerns about like my portrayal or interpretation of being a man in somebody's eyes but yeah. like it sucks that like this is the image that's put out there for people to have to want to match up to do you know what I mean yeah. it's just like you don't I don't think if you can't change a tire with like a you can't change a tire on the side of the road then you're not a man I just think you don't know how to change a tire I think that's what that yeah. is <laughs> like I don't think it's judging you haven't from. you haven't seen that YouTube video yet exactly like I feel like and I've said this I figured this out in high school because I already knew I was like I wasn't into football I wasn't mm. into baseball I didn't like uh, like I was into like wrestling and music and I was getting into poetry it's like I was very opposite of what... Like, I liked hockey, so, I mean, that part of me was, like, hanging out with the jocks. But, like, mm -hmm. I think the big part of it is I learned at a younger age from a, like, a hardcore writer, like a, a writer from the hardcore scene, from the Chicago hardcore scene. Mm. Uh, Dead X Stop is the name of the publisher, the name of his company. He put out a... In one of his books, he put it out, and I remember reading it thinking, like, that makes the most sense I've ever heard in my young life of how to how to guide myself and it was along these lines of like you're not a man because of this you're not a woman because of that you're an adult because you are healthy physically emotionally spiritually financially like if you have your ducks in a row for yourself like you have like three out of those four ducks in a row then mm -hmm. you're an adult yeah like and you're a healthy adult at that yeah. So he was like, "You need to have your shit in order and under control in order to be in, or in order to consider yourself like an adult in that level." Yeah, and that's kind of what I've strived for as the as the target. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just I walk into the store, like I'll walk into like Duluth Trading where they sell these, and it's like I stick out like a sore fucking thumb because of who I am and how I dress. <laughs> with and like and you can imagine the people that like shop hardcore at Duluth but mm -hmm. it's like 
just because I don't like wear fly fishing t-shirts and I don't have like my working carpenter pants on and I don't have like my chainsaw boots on and I'm not wearing like my outdoor work gloves. Does that mean I'm not like <laughs> a part of the yeah. the image of this? Like I don't know. I just you don't have crude oil on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Your beard doesn't smell like fish. Yeah, right? Like raw fish. Does it smell like fish oil? <laughs> Pulling up those nets over the boat. Yeah. Your shirt doesn't smell like gasoline. Yeah. And that's and this goes into like the the thing I, I mentioned about uh what the thing I mentioned, the thing I wrote down about the how many different brands of underwear do we need <laughs> brands brands think about well, the brands of underwear how many how many brands of underwear we have yeah think about that well here's the thing i don't want just one cuz i've accidentally got a, like a different brand of underwear than what i'm used to i'm like oh that looks fine i'll get that but it's like oh the elastic is all wrong it's too loose in the butt and it's too tight in the legs or whatever um because i have skinny little chicken legs and a big honky butt that's not true at all that's the exact opposite <laughs> but <laughs> i was like do you i don't look at your ass that often so do you no. i didn't know okay uh, my girlfriend describes it as pancakes in my pants pancakes uh, in your pants yeah they are flapjacks my my cheeks are small <laughs> Uh, we're gonna work on anyway. that. We're gonna work on that in the gym, my friend. We're gonna fix yeah, that. Squats. Oh, squats. Squats. Um, squats. 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 Um, uh, so yeah, I used to used to rock the Hanes boxers, just the oh. classic, the not seamless, but the one where the seam is very hidden, very integrated into so the briefs. You talk about boxer briefs. You talk about like boxers. Boxers. Loosey goosey. Boxers. Gotcha. I'm wearing flags for pants. Yeah. Okay. Um. And they're flags just, for pants. <laughs> they have like the same material as like a flag, like a yeah, okay. a cheap three foot by five foot flag. Okay, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to be colorful with my words. No, no, it's um, fine. It works. It works. And then those, like the elastic, starts to stretch out, and you got to get those replaced. And then for some reason, the way I walk, like a little gooch hole appears after a few months, where like just a hole in the dead center of the yeah. I don't know. It must be the way I walk. Um. And then, so I got to get rid of those. Uh, my mom was out at Costco a few months ago, and she goes, hey, I got you these. They have these new boxer briefs, and it was in the winter, and they're like, they're supposed to be, like, warm in the winter, cool in the summer. Were they like 32 that. degrees or ex officio? 32 degrees. 32 yeah. degrees, yep. Um, so she got me a pack of those. All-time favorite underwear I've ever worn. I went back to Costco, like, a week later and got, like, three more packs, got rid of all my old underwear. That's all I have now. Um, oh, see, that's awesome. Yeah. They're so comfy. I'm wearing them right now because that's all I have. <laughs> that's that's okay. So you're I'm envious. Do you know why I'm yeah. envious? Because uh, you have a bunch of different styles. I'm assuming. I still fit into my boxers from uh, high school, college. Yeah. So the majority of those still have life in them. Yeah. Because I I haven't outgrown them. So. My high school and college boxers fit, so mm. I, they're they're worn out, right? Like some of them are just like, um, they're just like barely hanging on <laughs> because it's like, it's like pulling spider webs <laughs> up your pants. Not it's that like, bad, yeah, but like yeah. I'll pick it up and I can feel how thin it is now. And yeah, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, these have seen some 
these have seen some time out there. Like, <laughs> oh man, these have gone. Man, have these boxers walked, uh, walked those miles? Um, <laughs> so there's times where like I've I put them on, and one time I pulled on a pair, and they just ripped as they were coming up my legs. <laughs> And I was like, Jeez. like from where the elastic is to the actual like oh, leg yeah. side, it just yeah. went right off the elastic. And I was like, <laughs> these are done. And then also what I don't like about boxer briefs because they're cotton based is that if you get sweaty and you move around, they stick to your mm. leg. So like I've ripped the most amount of boxers that I've ripped is though is just moving. Like I'll yeah. I'll squat down to pick something up and because it's a little warm out it sticks to my leg and it just rips right up right up my ass so it's just like splits open right open and i'm like these are gone so i like um i like me undies i wear uh the boxer briefs now like the, sure, the, yeah. the tight ones i like those i wear me undies but those are super expensive so i found my favorite pair is buck naked from dilute trading okay sure and they usually run sale so they're not too bad uh, the down. What are we talking for price here? Uh, full price or sale price? Yes. Uh, full price is usually like 30, 20 to thirty bucks. Who for how many? One. <gasps> no, dubs, 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 dubs. Sales. You gotta go to Costco get those thirty-two degrees. Ah, uh, I was gonna say sale price. They're like 10, 15 bucks. So that no, 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 no. Hold on, no, no. wait. Well, let me tell you why. You know how I know thirty-two degrees? Why? Because guess who owns thirty-two degrees stuff? Oh, like stuff or boxer briefs? Multiple things. I have long johns. I have underwear stuff from them. Yeah. The, the problem with 32 degrees, and this is a problem I have with jeans. So if anybody's listening that has a hookup with a jean company, get us a promotion so we could start trying <laughs> out jeans. Because I've had jean problems since I got out of college. And sure. the problem with jeans is that I have a petite 29-inch waist. However, my ass, my thighs, my quads are different sizes yeah. compared to my calves. So everything is like out of proportion. So mm -hmm. it's not just like, ooh, look at this hourglass that Dubs has, <laughs> this figure. No, it's like this weird like like it goes out, then it's like super thin, and then it goes out again. So it's, it's like you're a crinkle cut fry. Thank you. So it's it's <laughs> like there's time. I have jeans now that I go to put on. And they're so tight on my calves only. And like they're loose from the knee up to my waist. And then there's other jeans I have, exact same spec, 30 by 30 or 29 by 29, exact same sizing, exact same style. It's like mm -hmm. a skinny or it's a like athletic taper. And it's it's like loose on the on the hip, then it gets tight down to the knees and then it gets loose <laughs> from the knee to the foot and all my jeans fit those two descriptions so i've stopped buying jeans because <laughs> unless there's a like i bought jeans that were on sale for like 20 bucks and they're yeah. like levi's and to get levi's mm -hmm. brand new for 20 bucks is a good deal That's so i good. i bought them but i have to get them tailored i got them knowing the odds of me needing to, needing to get these jeans tailored is going to be like 80 <laughs> percent, which sucks to buy pants to have to get tailored so yeah. if anybody's out there who has an affiliation with like fit jeans or barbell jeans or any jean company please email us or hit us up well let me hit you with uh this part of the jean buying process called the type of fit you're buying yeah like relaxed fit straight leg tapered leg skinny jeans 
you're aware that there's different things besides the length and the yeah I like buy the, I, I buy skinnier tapers. 29 yeah that's it I so only buy those two 29 by 29 is like belt length by I think it's inseam uh, cr- inseam so crotch to ankle yes um but there's so many other variations that you could do you could just have them be straight boxy I don't want that though yeah no, yeah, those are. Yeah, I could also wear a burlap sack all the time, but like that's not what I want to wear. So Sasquatch soap <laughs> from the makers of Sasquatch soap burlap jeans. Yeah, exactly. So no, no, but like, anyways, anyways, jeans are a fucking nightmare. So anyways, boxes were a nightmare as well because yeah. as I would sit down, they would just right up my thigh and my quads until yeah. they were basically like super weird high tight like short like briefs holding too supportive of certain parts like you know when you see like uh you see like like the european model like sure. super like the guy's basically wearing panties sure they end up being like that okay yeah and i have yeah, to like yeah. keep pulling them down cuz they keep getting like rode up so yeah. i need to so i switch over to i switched over to i tried um, H H and M briefs, yeah. uh, which were not bad. They're really soft, but they write up as well. I went to Hugo Boss. Hugo yep. Boss has really nice briefs, but they are super expensive, and they're not breathable. Then I moved on to MeUndies. Really nice, super nice fabric, super expensive. Then mm-hmm. I finally moved on to Duluth, which is where I'm settled because I buy them on sale. You're cringing. You gotta settle somewhere cheaper. Dude, I get them on sale. I bought like two pairs for fifteen bucks on sale last time. Like, I think at Costco the thirty-two degrees is like six of them for twelve dollars. I know it's it like is. a six-pack for twelve bucks. But here's something. the thing, though. Here's the difference. You blow through these things. I have maybe them. they last. You just said you just said that you get fucking problems, but with by like wearing them out <laughs> by problems. how you walk, I. <laughs> Don't wear them out. They, I wear them for ten years, plus. Yeah. So for me, That's, this is all I'm saying, Chris. These are like lifetime investments of what I'm doing. Sure, like, sure. <laughs> these boxes should last me until I'm easily in my fifties. So, yeah. so I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. That's okay. <laughs> and every holiday, every every uh, every Christmas. They come out with these like Christmas boxer sales, and it's like get two for ten or two for fifteen, and I'm like stocking up for life, and then eventually <laughs> I'm gonna have enough to like replace everything else I have, and I'll be done, mm. and that's that'll be it. Nice, there yeah. you go. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess I treat boxers and socks and shoes all the same way. I get Hanes ankle cut. I now get thirty two degrees boxer briefs. Still no signs of age on those. I've really? had them for a few months, and they're. They're Gucci. Um, They're good. Yeah. They're still so comfortable to slip on. Sometimes when I put them on right after the shower, my skin's a little wet, so they stick, and they kind of do this thing where, like, they'll stick past my knees, and if my knee is bent at all, that gives it just enough friction to stick to my knees, and they're so stretchy. I could put the waistband all the way up to my waist while the the lower part is still wrapped around my knee, and then they kind of thwap up like like a doctor snapping the rubber glove. Why don't you just dry yourself off? Nah. No, I, I do, but then I get, like, sticky. Like that when you're mostly dry kind of thing. 
and you just got like let's not talk about me being sticky <laughs> um but yeah hanes ankle cut i wear these until uh until i get holes in like the pads of my feet right below my uh yep right behind my toes yep. that's where they yep. rip for me all the time i get that too that's where they go for me too and then uh Converse All Stars. I wear those until oh. the rubber starts to rip around the the balls of my feet. I can't. I can't. Which is usually about every four months. I can't do Converse. They're too flat. Oh, I love how flat they are. They're way too flat for me. Because I never like walk around. I just I walk to the car and then I walk from the car to wherever I just drove in the car and then I walk back inside and then I take them off and I. Two play things. Minecraft. Two things that have been the biggest like game changers for me when it comes to like shoes. Yeah. Simple insoles and foot spray foot spray yes it's not for your feet it's for your shoes or so i should say into the shoe Shoe yeah yeah you spray it into the shoe and it like it makes it smell nice so like it's not like my shoes smell that bad anyways because i just for some reason don't sweat as a lot of people have joked about um but at the same time it's good to get rid of any kind of bacteria that could grow Mm-hmm. And I, I already do this for hockey. I already take off all my gear. When I get home, all my gear gets, like, gets like sprayed down before I put it on a rack to dry. So, mm-hmm. like, regardless, I'm already spraying stuff. And yep. if you just take, like, shoe spray and you spray your shoes, they smell great and they're clean. Nice. Um, but also outside, out, like, outside spray, like, I have spray that waterproofs and stain proofs it. Mm-hmm. So you can, like, waterproof shoes. Game changer. They last so much longer when it's like, oh, look, they're not getting all muddied and ripped up from all the bad weather they go through. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Like getting, uh, stepping in like nasty street snow with like all the salt on it. The salt water is going to soak into the shoe and stuff like that. That's how I know I'm old because I'll spend a day uh, before the season, Mm -hmm. usually in the fall, um, polishing, like putting like uh, wax on all the, all the snowshoes and all the snow stuff. Nice. And I'll just be there, like polishing the shoes, and then I'll be scrubbing the shoes, and then I'll be putting on the, putting on the leather, the leather wax conditioner, and I let it soak, and then I polish it and buff it, and it's like, yeah. And I, it sounds like a good day. I find, <laughs> I'm getting old too. You're getting that old, really cool. Yeah, if you say that, that means you're getting old. That's that's the getting old test. Yeah. Uh, throw on some TV, polish your shoes for a few hours. Yep. Just yeah. Just clean them off. You have like a brush and a bristle. You just scrub, oh yeah. You just dig out all the crevices that have. What some, kind of brush you rocking? Yeah. Right. Badger. Badger <laughs> brush, man. <laughs> Taking care of those things. Just getting out the grime and stuff like that. So yeah. No. It's it's how you know you're getting old. It's how you know you're getting yeah. old. Love it. Oh, um. I feel like we should talk a little bit about video games. Sure. Oh, what just, about? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, I want your opinion on the Last of Us controversy. Uh, I don't really know of the controversy, and I feel like if you were to tell me about the controversy, there'd be some mild story spoilers in there. I'm assuming it's about uh, the story? I'll summarize it with just one of the... I think one of the devs... It was somebody on the inside who worked on The Last of Us 2, Part 2, mm-hmm. leaked the entire game. Oh, someone internally leaked the whole thing? They were pissed off at management, so they leaked the game. Like, they leaked the story, or they leaked, like, the details of it. They did something yeah. where it was like, oh my god, why would you do this? Yeah. You just ruined all of your co-workers' work. Like, you just, yep. you just, you just shot everybody in that, like, 
company in the in the foot. Like, why did yeah. you do that? That's a huge dick move. Like, no matter how poorly management treats you, you don't do that to the whole team that's working on it. Like, that's hundreds of people worked on that game. And for maybe the five max people that you're pissed off at um, to do that to all your coworkers and all the fans, too. Like so many, I got I got something spoiled for me just randomly in the comments. I actually, it was in a, it was on the subreddit out of the loop, and someone was like, uh, it was a couple months ago, and someone was like, what's going on with all the Last of Us controversy? So I guess I did know about this, and yeah, he yeah. was like, I know that in the story, blah 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 happens, and I was like, what? <laughs> he didn't even put a spoiler tag in it. It's been He's known like, as one as possibly the biggest leak in video game history. Yeah, the whole thing was leaked. Like, wasn't it footage of the entire game? Like a seven-hour video or something like that? Uh, I I think so. I mean, Naughty Dog came out and said, we know the last few days have been incredibly difficult for you. We feel the same. It's disappointing to see the release and sharing of pre-release footage from development. Do your best to avoid spoilers, and we ask that you don't spoil it for others. The Mm -hmm. Last of Us Part 2 will be in your hands soon. No matter what you see and hear, the final experience will be worth it. Yeah. Um... The director, creative director, Neil Druckmann, he said uh, he's heartbroken for the team. We're heartbroken for our fans. We're still incredibly excited to get the game into your hands. Um, So Naughty Dog definitely, I I forget what happened. I'm pretty sure it was an internal leak Yeah. um, of somebody who was mad who leaked it. That's wild. I mean, it's got to be internal with how detailed and how like exact the leak was i'm pretty sure it was footage like i don't know for sure i'm sure someone listening to this has seen it or knows exactly what it is but i tried like the plague to uh to avoid it i still haven't played it the game came out last friday um and i uh was getting kind of excited about it and i just ended up talking to my girlfriend about it explained to her the entire story of the first one and she's like damn that sounds dark i didn't know video games were like that i'm like yeah it was incredible uh and then the reviews for the second one came out and mild spoilers if you find reviews to be spoilers but it's like unanimously across the board 10 out of 10 like it's one of the highest reviewed video games ever really <laughs> yeah so i'm super duper excited to play it i just uh don't know when i'm gonna get around to it i feel like uh, i feel like i want to know why there was a leak because there was no monetary gain to it to my knowledge like it's not like somebody got money for putting out these leaks so you did it to what just to troll yeah i mean yeah that's why people do that like why do someone finds out uh avengers endgame leaks and then goes and tells the whole internet about it why do they do that like why does someone just post on reddit or on facebook or something like that they're obviously not getting any monetary gains they're just going to get people who are extremely pissed off at them and for some reason that like fuels them that makes them feel good or it makes them feel something apparently the leak was about a key part of the story Mm -hmm. um that was so major that they that naughty dog got death threats Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, because they were like, how could you do this to the story and do this to the characters and do this to us and blah, 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 blah. And we have to wait like a year for this shit to fucking come out and find out why you did it. Like It was like three months. I think at least oh, was like it? Okay. three, maybe four months ago. Um, I feel like it was longer than that. Maybe. It, w- it wasn't a year for sure. Um, I exaggerate. Um, 
but still a long time. Like for something to leak that specifically that early was crazy. I remember hearing like the entire Last of Us 2 story leaked. Like what? The game doesn't come out for months. Um, Yeah, and now people are like a lot of stupid people read the leaks and were saying like, oh, that's ridiculous. I'm never buying another Naughty Dog game again. I can't believe they did that that's such a terrible story decision they've really gone off the deep end blah 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 and then like all the reviews are saying 10 out of 10 like this is an incredible story like it's one of the most like extreme uses of storytelling i've ever seen and it's incredibly worth it and it was like moving and like gut-wrenching and all that stuff and still those people are like, nah, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> Wait, like, so so what is your... Okay, so here's a question. Yeah. Is there a developer that can mm. make a, a game choice, like a story choice, or a game choice even, that would make you just be like, I'm not buying a game from this developer again? Uh, no. Not a story choice like that. Um, well, I mean, maybe if someone did just something so offensive for no real story reason. Like, I still don't know what The Last of Us spoiler is, but I'm assuming something bad happens to someone. Um, or maybe something stupid happens. I, I mean, I can't imagine why people are so mad about it. If it's something terrible that happens to someone, I'm sure people can be like, Wow, that's a very interesting story thing. Like if when uh, Star Wars Episode Seven leaked, people were like you killed Han Solo. Um, but well, then I was one of those. Pe- I was one of those people. So I mean, <laughs> well, after you watched it, you're like, I can't believe they did that. But yeah. with leaks and stuff like that, people are like, I've never seen another Star Wars movie again. It's like, relax, you haven't seen it yet. You don't know how that happens. Um, uh, but but <sighs> but. I, I think I'm sorry. For a story choice to make me not buy another game from a developer, it has to offend me to my core. Like it would have to offend me. So it would have to be like Nike putting out a commercial about Colin Kaepernick that would drive you to burn all Nike merchandise that you have. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes. That's the only immediate immediate thing I could hear. I, I can imagine when you're like it has to offend me to my core. I was like, what offends people to their core? And I was like, oh, people were pissed off about Nike. I remember that no. shit. Like, <laughs> people were like, I'm never buying Nikes again. I'm burning all my Nikes. I'm buying New Balance. It's like, okay, yeah, whatever. Go ahead. Like, <laughs> it, like I don't. It would have to make me do something that I see. Because in a video game, you take control of a character. It would have to make me do something that I am morally against, strongly. Like. So nothing out of no, so basically they could do anything they want to the story that wouldn't offend you unless it was offensive content. I guess, yeah. If it was stupid or if it was bad, and they were a good developer, I wouldn't swear off their games forever. If it was stupid and it was bad, and they were a developer that I didn't care for, like Bioware, for example. Bioware, is, a lot of people say, is a great developer. They made Knights of the Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic 2, Mass Effect 1, 2, 3, Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, I followed the story of Mass Effect 1 and 2. I couldn't get into RPGs back then. They just weren't interesting to me. But the ending of Mass Effect 3 would have offended me to my core had I played through all of those like 40-hour-plus games being promised that like all your choices in Mass Effect 1 
like matter and Mass Effect 2 will use your save file of Mass Effect 1 and the way you ended Mass Effect 1 will determine the way Mass Effect 2 starts so you're going to start in a completely different place than somebody else and then it's going to keep branching and getting wider and wider and wider and then spoilers for the Mass Effect 3 you can click three buttons and no matter how you play the game you get three different endings that play almost the exact same cutscene but with a different colored explosion depending on which button you pressed that would have genuinely hurt me <laughs> if I had invested so much time and effort and like thought uh, into these characters and then they completely like dashed all my promises like that um, but that's a company that I didn't really care for a whole lot to begin with so that would be a company and is a company that I will just not care about another game that they make again and then they made it Mass Effect Andromeda and then I think they made that like Destiny ripoff which I didn't care for so done with them but like Naughty Dog have made like my favorite games of every PlayStation generation. They made Crash Bandicoot, they made Jack and Daxter, they make Uncharted, and now The Last of Us. So like they're probably never gonna do anything that makes me swear off of them forever. True, true. Are you, are you gonna buy Last of Us? Oh yeah. Yeah? I'm probably just gonna wait for the first time it's on sale. I'm really in no rush because I've avoided spoilers all the way up until release and I feel like People don't try so hard to spoil things after they're released. Um, but I may just accidentally stumble across a spoiler. But yeah, I don't know. I, it's weird that I'm not as like obsessive about I need to play this immediately. Because um, I don't know. I just got other things going on. I'm in love with Minecraft again right, right now. So like, I don't want to stop a new, playing Minecraft yet. Minecraft did something recently, right? Yeah, they came out with the, probably the biggest update they've ever came out with. Ever? Probably. Oh, shit. They they released constant updates. They brought it from, like, an alpha game into beta and then to a full release. And then looking back on what was the full release, it was, like, a quarter of the game that it is now. And they just, I think, like, twice a year they come out with a new patch. Um, they're on 1.16 now. It's like, it's like Mac OS. <laughs> it's like... 10.10, 10 10.11, 10 10.12 oh, with yeah, yearly yeah. updates. Yeah. They just add new features. They make it cooler and cooler. And when you think back to seven years ago, what macOS was, you're like, oh my god, it was barely even. It didn't have so, all the features I love about it. But. Yeah. So you've been playing a lot of Minecraft. Do you play yeah, by yourself? Always. Do you play with your girlfriend? Do you play with a group of friends? I've been trying to get my girlfriend into it. Um, but I don't think she's so good with a mouse and keyboard, and she's never just been that into Minecraft, so it's going to be a really tough sell. But I play with uh, some of my old friends from the store that you and I used to work at together. Oh, cool, cool. Um, okay, all right. Well, that's fun. I've been... I was going to say, um, the only thing that could make me like really hate a game is if it's super, super, super offensive um, yeah. and trying to be offensive instead of just accidentally being offensive. Yeah. Or they just they give me the middle finger. Like Infinity Ward, Activision, I feel like there's a little bit of like the cranking of the middle finger coming up <laughs> from them to me. Like it's not the full bird, but it's yeah. like they're cranking it. They've been cranking it slowly for a while and the finger you can tell is moving up. It's like they put out a patch and in the patch notes it says like Hey guys, we fixed matchmaking so you guys can like hook up to games faster. And then it's broken for four days, so you can't join a game. Like, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> and then you go to find out what their status update is, and for four days it's the same thing. We are aware of the issue, and we are currently working on it. We will provide an update when we have an update. Yep. It's just like, um, what the fuck? 
Tuesday, on the the flip side of this coin, kind of, Tuesday is when that Minecraft update came out, and I took the day off of work. I took a vacation day to play it all day. Oh, my. Um, and I did some research first. I'm like, when do these updates come out? Like, when do these patch patches drop? And they're a Swedish company, so it's, like, wicked early in the day for us. It's, like, 9 a.m. at the latest. So, like, great. I'm taking the whole day off and playing the whole thing. It came out. Um, and everybody in the world who plays Minecraft hopped in at the same time to play it, and the servers just exploded. Um, and they were like, we're aware of the issue, we're working on it. We're aware of the issue, we're working on it. And I just kept checking, and I was like on their support Twitter page, just seeing what they were responding to other people. I wasn't going to bombard them with things. Um, but I was like, okay, they're working on it, they're working on it. And they like kept changing their updates. They're like, we've figured out what the issue is, and we're working on that now. And then it's like, we have uh, implemented a fix, and we're testing it behind the scenes now, and we'll release it once it's done. And then we're pretty sure this fix is working. Just give us a, give us a couple more kinks to like get it ready to push out to all these systems at once. And then they fixed it, and they're like, it should be good to go now. Everybody is going to log back in all at once, so please forgive us if it goes down again. And they were like so polite about it the whole time. And it worked. And it was like, whatever the opposite symbol of the middle finger is. The uh, thumbs up sign. The, the, they're just cranking the thumbs up. Yeah, basically. We're, we're like, it's funny because I work 9 to 5. I logged in successfully for the first time at 5.02 p.m. Oh, <gasps> no. You spent all day? I took the day off and I was just waiting for it to get fixed. But I did some other stuff. I did some chores and I ran some errands that I needed to do. But at like when I would drive to the store on my, in the parking lot on the way into the store, I'd check the Twitter feed. I'm like, ah, they're still working on it, still working on it. And then uh, probably around four o'clock is when it was when it fixed. And then I got home, made some food, hopped online, and then it was good. I'm like, this is kind of funny. And then uh, didn't need to take the whole day off. Oh, and then like a half an hour later, I was playing for half an hour and the the place I bought my new car from. They're like, hey, your car's ready. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> it wasn't even earlier in the day. Literally could have taken the whole, or worked the whole day. You should have gotten t- out of work, went to get the car, came home, played Minecraft. You should have know. you should know going forward, you should always take the next day off after yeah, the patch. That is literally what I've learned from this experience. <laughs> I will now take the Wednesdays off after it comes out. Oh, man. Speaking of, you don't have to go into detail on it, um, but did you do what I said about the talking to the dealership about the car or no? Yes. So for those who are unaware, which is everybody listening except for dubs, I got a new car. It's great. Great deal. 2019 car, super good warranty, certified pre-owned, super impressive, blah, blah, blah. Um, Took it home. It smelled a little bit like gas, but they just literally like... As I pulled into the parking lot, they pulled out of the garage. The guy got out of the car, recognized me, and goes, holy crap, how's that for timing? And I'm like, yeah, all right, cool, give me the keys. Um, And they're like, we just put a full tank in it, and it smelled a little bit like gas on the way home. And I'm like, that's a little weird. But I'm like, they're like... They had mechanics working on it, and so they are probably just stinky. And then the next day, yesterday, I went to get Dunkin' Donuts, and the check engine light was on. Um, Looked it up. My dad has a code reader. It said it was the thing of, like, the gas cap might not be tight, so fumes are leaking. Um, So I tightened the gas cap, drove it around for a few minutes, nothing. Heard that maybe when you just fill it up with gas and then tighten the gas cap again, that might fix it. Did that. Tighten the gas cap, drove it around, still not working. Today I drove all the way to work, which is half an hour one way, so an hour round trip, still not working. So I'm, I have not yet, but I'm going to call him, give him a little piece of my mind. You need to do it sooner than later because then they'll say, oh. we don't know where you drove it. It could have been... 
You could have done no. something to worsen it, blah, 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 blah. Actually, I don't know why I said I didn't call them. I did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I called okay. them about an hour before we started recording. I'm like, hey, it's me again. I know I made an appointment for this morning and I didn't show up because it was 7 in the morning and that's stupid. But sorry, I didn't show up. But um, I was like, yeah, it's I, I had the code checker. It's this code. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, we come in we'll check it out. I'm like, okay. I want a full, like, I want the full inspection again because I all of a sudden don't trust you guys anymore. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we can do that for you. Yeah. And I was like, cool, yeah. Um, and they're just like, yep, yeah, we get it. <laughs> yeah. You, you know why that's also possible? Yeah. Because it's possible when they went to the text that did it and they said, hey, is there a reason why this car would be smelling like gas? One of them could have said, oh, maybe I forgot to do X. Or like, yeah. oh, shit, maybe I, I didn't do Y. I, didn't, I think I forgot to do Y. Yeah, and that could be why. And they're just like, ooh, well, hey, if it if it keeps getting worse, they'll just come back. Like, yeah, and that that's probably what it is. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, I was just like, um, this is stupid, and I'm angry, and I want X, Y, and Z. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, come in, we'll uh, we'll take care of you. So I have an appointment on Friday. There you go. Um, Don't pay a single dollar. Oh, and I checked. I'm like, I don't have to pay for this, right? Because I picked it up from you guys two days ago, and it's a certified pre-owned, and I paid for the extra warranty. And they're like, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, okay, good, good. It's still within, like, the seven-day grace period, I guess, is a thing. I, I'm going to laugh if it's like, so uh, your entire, like, exhaust system has to be replaced, so we're going to need it for, like, a week while we get the parts, but you're getting a brand-new exhaust, brand-new catalytic converter, you're going to get a whole new... <laughs> No, I don't know what I would do. I would start crying. <laughs> they were like, "Oh yeah, a bunch of work needs to be done on yeah. it." And then they call you halfway through the week, and they're like, "So we actually found an issue too. We got an issue with the transmission. Uh, we have to take care of that. It's leaking. We're gonna have to replace the transmission. <laughs> the seals are broken. We got to take care of that too. But that'll be a good thing because that means you know you're getting brand new parts. Yeah. As somebody who's had his, it. as somebody who's had his Impreza engine rebuilt twice. Yeah. It's better to have new parts. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> not that you should have that on a brand new It's uh, like car, when you break a bone, that <laughs> part of your bone will never break again. <laughs> oh, is that how it is? Is that is that? Yeah, apparently, the when your bone heals, that part of your bone is stronger than your unbroken part of your bone. Ooh. It's almost impossible to break a bone in the same exact place. That's a good point. That's how they do the uh, eye surgery. Did you know that? When no. you get vision surgery to, to make it so you don't have to wear glasses, they actually cut out a part of the eye because mm. the eye regrows and it regrows healthy. Oh, cool. So they basically That's fascinating. So they're basically nipping off like the failing part of the eye. Yeah. And the eye's like, oh, I got to regrow that part. And it regrows it healthy. And then... One eyeball coming right up. <laughs> don't touch my eye holes. <laughs> Stay away from my eye holes. <laughs> Exactly. But um, I'm glad you're getting that taken care of, and I hope nothing bad happens. Yeah. Um, I'm also getting my emissions done on my Subaru tomorrow. Look at us. Subaru, Subaru buddies. Our Subaru Fridays. Impreza buddies. Yeah, Impreza Fridays. Yeah. Yeah, Impreza awesome. Fridays. Awesome. Very awesome. Okay. I have to shower. Oh, yeah. You stink. With my Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon. Yeah. Hey, Duke, if you are listening to this, uh, you should 100% give us a... Give us a promotion. Hey, Duke, if you're listening to this, let us know where we could find good jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and jeans. Duke, we need your jeans. Duke, get into the jeans business. Make us some jeans not made in France that it's not for clowns. And uh, <laughs> we can enjoy those. But all right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right.